The following presentation is a Barrett Sports Media production. Recognizing the unsung heroes of sports media. I'm stuck in this pit, working for less than slave wages, working on my day off. This is the Producers Podcast with Brady Farkas. I'm the executive producer. Oh, you're the executive producer. And it starts now. Today I sit down with Davey Hudson of Outkick 360. We talk about Outkick 360 because it's a relatively new show on a relatively new platform. We know Outkick, founded by Clay Travis, but it's expanded and changed a lot over the last year and changed. So we get Davey's insight as to what's happening at the company, what's happening with his show, what it's like to produce a show that has both a very regional influence but a national ability. We get all those answers. We talk about video importance to the show and so much more. Enjoy Davey Hudson. So, Davey, appreciate you being with us. Let me get some logistics out of the way first. As I understand it, the OutKick 360 guys were on terrestrial radio. Then they come over to the OutKick branch. It's a digital show. Is there also a radio component to it again now, though? There is. So, I guess to give a little bit of background, um, OutKick ended up doing a bunch of radio affiliates, and I was before coming to Outkick was working with what is what was their first radio affiliate with Fox Sports Knoxville. And so now we're continuing to grow the brand on the radio side, but also getting that digital component involved and streaming the shows on all the major social uh, networks. So do you as a producer, I'm very fascinated by all of this, it is a regional show in that it's based in the South and it has a bunch of Southern affiliates, but it has the ability to be a national show given by virtue of its streaming. So how do you kind of do the balancing act between what content you're choosing to talk about? Yeah, so it's it's definitely one of those things where we are taking a show that was primarily focusing on, we'll say, the SEC. Uh, I mean, I know the NFL is, has been a big part of what we're doing but it's just a matter of making sure we hit all the different markets now. And so while there's going to be some bumps along the way as we figure out what the best possible path we can take for that, it's just a matter of like, all right, well, I mean, making sure hitting the big storylines as the Big Ten continues to expand and making sure we're getting into those markets. And it's just it, it does help with the fact that college football is becoming a, a brand that it's all about all right, which conference are you going to be in? We're going to have this super conferences. And so it's making sure we can stick into that. And I know football's our bread and butter. So, I mean, the NFL remains king. So that's definitely where a lot of conversation is going to come from. How do you uh, go about producing a show that obviously has a radio footprint, but also has a digital and a streaming footprint? Do you have to be the producer of basically the the video component as well as the radio component? I actually put more focus on the video side of things. We do have a radio technical director, Colin Warren, uh, who's a great guy, and he's uh, he's come over recently. And so him and I work uh, pretty much lockstep on making sure how can we get everything to go out to radio that's also going to have the component that's going to do well from a visual standpoint because, as you know, just the audio element only not being able to really get video through on that end, making sure the guys are able to describe what exactly is going on. And again, this is, it's, it's a new thing that we're doing and it's, it's going well so far. And I expect it to only continue to grow and get better as, as we go down this path. You know, I think post 
COVID, everybody's gotten better at it. But I'm sure somewhere you run into a guest that either can't or doesn't want to do the video streaming thing. How do you handle it when you have a guest that you want to put up digitally and you want to get their video, but they're either unable or unwilling? Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been a challenge at times. And I'll give you the, the prime example of trying to convince somebody to come on and do the video component, which great guy. And like, I was super thankful that he was willing to come on, but we weren't able to make it happen to where Pete Rose was able to do the video component. So it was a matter of, all right, we're going to have to create some graphics really quickly and just find ways to continue to make it an engaging conversation. That's going to show up well on the video side, even though you can tell it looks like this is primarily for radio, seeing as we're not actually going to have him be able to join on on video there's the streaming component live which obviously you're you know right in tune with what do you guys do with the video after the fact how important is it for producers to take that live video and repurpose some of it you know to social media channels after the fact oh it's huge and unfortunately for us uh, we're working with a uh, being a part of fox we're working with a, a company called wild mocha and we stream all our shows to Wild Mocha to where we're able to go in on the back end and actually clip out things that we're like, all right, this could do great on social. And so we're constantly, as the show is going live, we're able to, to pretty much use it as like what I would consider like a DVR and to take what we need there and we can upload it to pretty much Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. We're able just to take any footage we want publish it to those sites, and then go in on the back end and edit how we want this to actually come out whenever it's posted to Twitter or YouTube. And, and it's just it's uh, something that I wasn't able to work with before I, I made the transition over to Outkick, and it's, it really is a lifesaver, and it's something that as I've continued to become more in, engaged with our social media team, we're able to collaborate and figure out what's the best time we're going to be able to post this, how well will this video do, uh, if, if we submit it at this time of day or night. And so like learning how the algorithms kind of work to help get that stuff uh, in, in front of the audience, it's it's been fun. It's been difficult not going to lie, but I, I, I like with where we're at and we're, we're only going to continue to be able to grow as far as getting these social media clips out for people to see on the back end. You know, I know clay a little bit you know i used to work at a radio station where you know we were an affiliate of clay's outkick the coverage show and i met clay a couple you know one time and talked to him on on my show and all that and so clay was always great to me what is his level of involvement in in outkick sports wing now and outkick 360 does he have any he's got he's doing a lot of things now <laughs> he's definitely a busy guy there there is no getting around that uh, as of right now, I mean, he does outkick the show every weekday, and, and he's able to do that. We'll have that also stream on pretty much everywhere you're able to find Outkick 360 um, and don't at me with Dan Dockett. So he's continuing to do that on top of his, his radio show, uh, Clay and Buck, which, which he'll, he'll do that. And then his big thing with college football going, right now, going on right now is a big noon kickoff, and he's always doing hits. He's traveling somewhere every single weekend, and I mean, this past weekend he was uh, in Knoxville for Tennessee versus Kentucky. I mean, I know he's a Tennessee fan, uh, gr grew up a fan of, of that team, and I mean, I'm going to be honest, a uh, little partial there. That's my alma mater, <laughs> and so he was even uh, he did a jump into the Tennessee River uh, for Big Noon kickoff, and so he's. It looks like he's living it up and having a good time, and I mean, he definitely stays busy. That's for sure. What are the plans this weekend for you guys, or this week leading into uh, Tennessee, Georgia, number two versus number one? 
Yeah, so that's uh, one, just hearing that alone is, is surprising to me whenever <laughs> I, I was working in radio in Knoxville for the last five years and to, to hear somebody put a, a what could be a one next to Tennessee's name whenever the college football playoff uh, rankings finally do come out. It's it's unreal. I'm I'm still trying to fathom it, but I mean the the lead up for this weekend is college football. You look at not just that matchup there, but you got Alabama and LSU, and really the winner of those two games are likely playing in Atlanta for the SEC championship, and so it could really dictate how we see the season unfold. Because I mean, as time continues to prove, the SEC has been the one to come out on top more often than not in the world of college football. So how these matchups go, it, it's going to be fun to see. And we, um, I mean, we're just going to continue to try to book some great guests to, to talk about this as we get set. And uh, the big thing, I, I can't exactly say what it is yet, but we got something in the works for, for Saturday and I'm, I'm hoping it comes through because it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it'll be, a, be a great time to, to kind of cover what all we have uh, coming up with, Tennessee versus Georgia. You know, it's a question I, I find myself asking most producers who come on this show, but I'm always curious in how producers and how hosts handle this aspect of the job. When you look at producing, are you really helping plan the show? Or are you just there as an accent to their planning? Because some hosts want total control over their show. And I've been around some hosts who are like, feed me everything and I'll just kind of do it. Where exactly do you land on that? So I guess to, to give you a little bit of a background, one of the things that, that I did before I, I got into the world of uh, sports media was I, I went to law school and I was like, you know, that's uh, not typically a path where you see a lot of guys go into law and then try to make that transition into sports media. Surprisingly, Clay did it. Um, and, uh, and so that's like the one person I know that's kind of had a similar background in that, that aspect. But it, it's allowed me to really always look at what's the other angle to the story. And so I've been fortunate working with Hutton and Chad and Paul that they're very open to taking that feedback. And so whenever they get into the segment, uh, I guess on the front end, I'm very heavily involved in like, all right, how are we going to stack the show? When are we going to make sure to, to hit the NFL versus college football or what other major stories going on in the world of sports? And so a after stacking it, I want to hear their takes. I want to know kind of how they're looking to approach the story. And with a three-man three show, a lot of times, I mean, you're going to have that conversation going back and forth. So I'm always looking at, like, all right, what's the alternate perspective, and how can we make this to where maybe somebody's playing devil's advocate? How can they view this to where it's going to continue to add an extra element to the, the conversation at hand? And so I've been fortunate working with these guys. They're very open to taking my suggestions. And, and sometimes, listen, like, I, I always kind of view it as, I'm like the assistant coach, and I might throw out a um, hundred ideas, but maybe they're like, ah, we only like about five of those for the time being. And so it's just wanting to be a sounding board for them because they are all extremely talented, and I know that they're going to put forth their best effort and have the best show possible, but it's like, what can I do just to get that extra topic in there, maybe think of it from a different angle. And so right now, I mean, I, I know I've, I've only been with OutKick for – going on six months now but our relationships continue to grow and it's I, i'm really looking forward to see how we can turn the show into something great as, as we continue along this journey. you know for your radio affiliates when you go to break pretty simple right we go to commercial when you are streaming the show digitally what happens on on your end when the show goes to commercial break is it just simply a graphic we'll be right back are you trying to play something to keep the audience engaged through the break what happens then 
so we've actually, that's been one of the biggest things we've been working on is we've been uh, moving forward and we've been able to add a few more people to the production. We did used to just have, it was a, a graphic of some B-roll and then it had like the, hey, we'll be right back. It's live from Sixth and Peabody in Nashville. But now we've been able to add certain clips. You talk about, I, I was talking about Wild Mocha earlier. We're able to take clips from other shows and we'll have our editor compile those into a, a segment that's going to actually fit within our breaks. We time it out. And so we're continuing to promote the other shows at the same time. Um, different commercials and stuff that's going to be coming along soon. But as far as the sell- selling goes, um, a lot of that's been primarily through live reads at this point. But we're just going to continue to promote our other products. I mean, we got Don't At Me with Dan Dockage. Uh, Tommy Lauren is fearless. We've also got other shows where they're more of the podcasting format. But with the video element, we're able to take uh, American Joyride with David Hookstead, add that into the mix. And so it's just continuing to be able to promote our own product within our product. And it's, uh, it's, it's been fun getting to that point. And like, it's, again, we're, I mean, we're just now hitting the ground running on a lot of this stuff and, and what's coming down the line is, is only going to be better and it's, it's going to be fun. And I really do hope the audience enjoys it. You mentioned Clay transitioning from a legal background to sports. Will Kane, kind of similar as well, a guy that I've gotten to know. And then you, uh, what was the thing that surprised you most about sports media when you got into it finally? Ooh, the thing that surprised me the most, it, it really, I, I would say like how small it actually is. I mean, you, you know, like you watch these shows on television or you're listening to it on the radio as you're, you're going, uh, like for me, it was like going into work. And so I'm like, man, this thing is just, it's so widespread. It's like, I don't even know how you would start to crack into this industry. And then once I became a part of it, I'm like, you know, it's actually not as big as, as I, I initially thought. And it's, it really, I mean, it just goes back to, like, I, I don't like to harp on it because you always hear it, but it, it really is about who you know and how you can continue to build that network. And as I've, I've done that and been in the industry now for about five years, I'm really figuring out the ins and outs, and it's just making it to where it's like, all right, well, if I need to get a guest here, it's like, who do I contact to make this happen? And so it, I would say just how, how small it actually is, even though nowadays you look at it and it's, it's not hard to really kind of create that podcast, get something going. It's, and it's just open. And, and now as we continue to, to see companies come, come up, how are you able to set yourself apart from them? Davey, I appreciate the time. I uh, appreciate you stopping by the uh, Producers Podcast, and uh, we'll catch up with you again down the road. Uh, thank you very much, Brady. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was a pleasure talking with you. And if you ever need anything, please don't hesitate to reach out. All right, I want to thank Davey Hudson for stopping by. He was great. Hard to believe that's three people in the Fox slash Outkick family with legal backgrounds turned sports media. When you talk about Clay, when you talk about him, when you talk about Will Kane. Now we know Will Kane has gone back to the political side of things, but I didn't realize there was such a pipeline from law to sports media. But uh, Davey was great talking about his experiences and talking about the show as well. And yeah, it is a, a new brand with some major opportunities. So thanks to Davey Hudson for joining us. We'll see you on the next one on the Barrett Sports Media Producers Podcast. You don't want to believe it, but maybe the show is over. Thank you for listening to the Producers Podcast. To enjoy past and future episodes, check out iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, the iHeart app, and BarrettSportsMedia.com. 